0: We thank God for his presence in this place, thank God for his love, his mercy, his grace upon each one of us. And we are here once again in the house of the Lord to worship him. We are in a series called One Thing, and we've been in One Thing for several weeks, and we'll be in One Thing for a few more weeks, so that we can all take it to heart, whatever the Lord wants to say to us. I just want to share, um, this week I got a chance to go to the UK basketball game. And while I was there, I got several ideas for the service. <laughs> I saw like during the, during the break time, they would have this thing on the screen and the, the, the I would say the congregation, the <laughs> they would respond. So I thought maybe in a few Sundays I'm going to put like an a amen sign when it's while I'm preaching. And um, some faces, you know, just kind of get it excited. So uh, I got a lot of ideas there. So anyways, I just wanted to share that with you. I took my father-in-law. That was his first time experiencing uh, that basketball experience in Kentucky. So it was a wonderful time. So we thank God for this, this wonderful time of fellowship. But uh, Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. Now, as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me To do all the work by myself. Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. This is the word of God for the people of God. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this time that we have in your house. Thank you for your presence in this sanctuary. Thank you for this house of prayer where we gather Sunday after Sunday to, to have fellowship. Lord, this is such a special place where we feel your peace, we feel your comfort. And now, Lord, as we open our heart, as we prepare to what you have to say to us, God, would you hide me behind that cross of Calvary once again? That it will not be my words, it will not be my opinion, but it will be the word straight from the throne of grace, where we find, where we find grace and help in time of need. So come, Holy Spirit, in this time of preaching that, Lord, we may be, be encouraged, we may be empowered, we may find hope and strength that you give through your living word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. One thing needed. A couple of Sundays ago, Pastor McNellis began this series by, by preaching a message. One thing I do, and that was forgetting what is behind And leaning forward or straining forward to whatever the Lord has for us. So this year, 2024, we need to be leaning, we need to be straining forward to what God has for each one of us. There's so many things that God has opportunities, the thing God wants to show to us. And so we need to be ready, just like we're in a race. We need to be ready to all that God has for us. Last Sunday, I preached a message, One Thing I Ask. And David said, One thing I ask, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. There's one thing that, that we can be asking the Lord in 2020 for is, Lord, I want to know your heart. I want to know your heart. That was the message last Sunday. Today's message is one thing that we need. And in our text for today, we are reminded that the one thing that we all need, including myself, is to sit at the feet of Jesus every day of our lives. Next Sunday's message is One Thing I Know. And Pastor and I, Pastor McNellis and I was talking about this series and said, Pastor, I don't know anything. But well, we're going to preach a message, One Thing I Know. But anyways, she, she will get the message for next week. So you all... Be here. One thing I know what the Lord has. And then we will conclude February 4th with a message, One Thing We Lack. One Thing We Lack is a wonderful uh, passage and God will speak to us. But today's message is very important and very essential and very urgent that God wants to say to us there is one thing needed in our life and that is sitting at the feet of Jesus. Now, Jesus would often travel from town to town and he is traveling here also. He uh, 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 is traveling and he comes to the house of Martha and Mary and Lazarus. This was a house that he often visited as he would travel and Bethany was about two miles from Jerusalem. And so Jesus, just like any other day, he would come in and he, he walks into the house and Martha, one of the sisters, welcomes him and, and invites him. And, and then she gets busy trying to make sure the guests that came with Jesus were fed. They make sure that everything was all said and she got involved with that. But Mary, the sister of Martha, the, the text says that she sat down at the feet of Jesus and she listened A lot of us are like Marthas, right? We are very busy trying to get everything done. And I believe that is very important. But there is something in this text that is mentioned several times in the gospel. That Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. Now, if you read the gospel of John chapter 11, you will find that Martha and Mary had a brother named Lazarus who had died. And uh, they call for Jesus, and Jesus comes a little late, and finally he comes four days late. And when they heard that Jesus had come, uh, Martha runs to Jesus and tells Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, you know, my, my brother would have been okay. But Mary in that text, I, I want to share this scripture because it's very important. This is the context. In John eleven thirty two. Jesus comes when their brother is already dried, in John 11:32 it says, "When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, "Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died." That's the first time we see that. The second time we see, Jesus, see Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus is in our text for today. Luke 10:39 said that she had a sister named Mary who sat. At the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. Then in the Gospel of John, it's mentioned again that Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard and anointed Jesus' feet and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with fragrance of perfume. So you notice several times that Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus. One thing that is needed, friends, from all of us, is that we sit at the feet of Jesus every day. There several reasons I want to share with you today. First of all, sitting at the feet of Jesus, to hear from Jesus... We must sit at the feet of Jesus every day to hear from Jesus. Look at the text for today. I want to read this one more time because it's so important. Luke 10, 39, she had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. In the New King James Version, it says, and she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard. His word Mary was like I'm not going to miss this opportunity to hear what Jesus wants to say to me and see friends I want to share with you today that um, there is something that happens in us when we hear the word of God. Something happens to us every time we open the Bible. Something happens in our hearts, in our mind, whenever we hear God's word Sunday after Sunday. There is something about the word of God that changes us, that transforms us, that builds our faith, refreshes our body, renews our spirit, and gives us the power that we need in our life as we hear the word of God. The Bible says in Romans 10, 15 and 17. And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, listen to this, this is powerful. How beautiful are the feet, again. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace. Who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of. God. And that's what Mary was saying. Lord, I want to grow in our faith. If someone was to ask me a question, Pastor, how do I grow in my faith? How do I grow in my Christian journey? How do I become a stronger Christian? How do I become a a fervent, faithful disciple of Jesus? The answer to that is to sit at the feet of Jesus and to hear his word. You see, friends, in 2024, every day, We need a word from God. Every day, not just on Sunday mornings, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We need to hear a word from the Lord. For different people, it is a different word, whatever it is. But uh, friends, we need a word from God. And God will speak to us if we would listen attentively to him. He will speak into our lives. He will tell us what we need to do. He will reveal himself to us. And that's what Mary did. She sat at the feet of Jesus. The Bible says in John 6, 68, Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. Sitting at the feet of Jesus to hear his word. The Bible says, faith. Coming by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Something happens. Secondly, friends, sitting at the feet of Jesus, we sit at the feet of Jesus to pour our hearts to the Lord. Pour our hearts to the Lord. You see, we can pour out whatever is on our heart, our honest emotions. That's so wonderful about Jesus. We don't have to hide anything from him. We can be just who we are. And we can pour out every day with Jesus. We can pour out. What can we pour out? We can pour out our anger before the Lord. We can pour out our frustrations before the Lord. We can pour out our burdens before the Lord. We can pour out our fears, our concerns, our anxieties, our troubles, our challenges. We can pour out. Our tears before the Lord. Isn't that wonderful? And Jesus will take the time to hear and to see what is going on in our life. You see, friends, uh, God can handle everything that's going on in our lives. Our honest emotions, our anger, our frustration, whatever is on your heart, God can handle as we pour it out. Listen to this scripture from Psalm 62, 5 and 8. Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from Him. Truly, He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress, I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to Him. For God is our refuge. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5 and 7, Cast all your anxiety on him, for he cares for you. Sitting at the feet of Jesus, not only to hear from God, but also to pour out whatever is in our heart, because God can handle what is going on. Thirdly, friends, sitting at the feet of Jesus to receive from the Lord. Not only do we hear from Him, not only do we pour out our hearts to Him, but then it also reminds us that as we sit at the feet of Jesus, we will receive. We will receive. What do we receive? What did Mary receive? Martha was all distracted and troubled, but Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. What did she receive? She received the peace of God. The Bible says in John sixteen thirty three. I have told you this thing so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. In 2024, we are going to face some troubles. We're going to face some battles. We're going to face some difficulties. We're going to face some uncertainties. We're going to experience something that we have never experienced. But Jesus promises us that... In me, you have peace. And every day as we sit at the feet of Jesus, he will give us the peace that we need each day. Amen. He offers the peace. Secondly, he offers the strength for the day. He will give us the strength for the day. The Bible says in Isaiah 41.10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. What a promise God is giving us in this year of 2024, that as we sit at his feet, he will give us peace, and he will give us the strength for the day. He will give us the strength for this year. Ephesians three sixteen to 18 says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your heart. You see, friends, we need the strength of the Lord. I'm not talking about physical strength, lifting weights. That is very important. I'm talking about the strength that God gives us in days when we do not have the strength to walk. In days when we do not have the strength to face what we are facing. And in those days, God gives us the strength from within. He he says, I will strengthen you from the inside to be able to do what you want to do. That's why Paul, one of the greatest Christian writers says, I can do all things through Christ. Who? Who? strengthens me. We can receive not only the peace but the strength of God each day of our lives. Thirdly, we also receive as we sit at the feet of Jesus we receive healing and cleansing for our souls. The Bible says in Psalm 147.3 He heals the broken hearted and binds up their wounds. Oftentimes, and every Sunday, we receive prayer requests. And we receive important prayer requests for people. People who has a heart problem, or uh, something has happened to their hands, or something has happened to their feet, something has happened in their brain. All of those physical healing is something that we need. We need to pray for that. But also, friends, I believe that we need healing in our lives, in our souls. There are some deep wounds some of us are carrying of our past. And these are wounds that the doctor cannot detect. These are wounds that the x-ray machine cannot detect. This is only when we sit at the feet of Jesus that he is able to heal the, the, the soul. He is able to heal in areas of our life that no one knows about. Jesus, as we sit at his feet, he said he will heal the broken hearted. He's not talking about the physical heart. He's talking about the spiritual part of our being that needs the inner healing touch of Jesus. Receive the healing touch of Jesus. He knows what it means to go through that, friends. He has scars in his hands. He was crucified on his hands. There are scars. And, and when, he, when he showed up, and Timothy, the, the, the Thomas, the disciple, did not believe. He said, I want to see the scars. I want to put my hands in that scars. And Jesus said, put your hand. I'm the same Jesus who was crucified. And that's why, friends, it is only in Jesus that we really, truly receive the healing in our souls. Sometimes we need cleansing in our souls. We need cleansing. The Bible says in First Thessalonians 5.23, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. What does it mean sanctify? It means purify me, Lord. Cleanse me. Heal me in the depths of my heart. And God can do that this morning in your life. Whatever your hurt, whatever your pain, whatever your wound, God is able to touch, restore, and heal. Amen. And also, friends, we receive the power. This is very important. We receive the power. when we sit at the feet of Jesus. We receive the power to overcome the temptations of this world and schemes and attacks. Of the evil one upon our life and family we need the power to live a victorious life over sin we need the power of Christ to be able to stand against the schemes of the evil one you see friends as a follower of Christ as a disciple of Jesus Christ we are in a spiritual warfare every day the evil one will do whatever it takes to distract us, to discourage us, to get us off the path. And we need the power of Christ to be able to overcome. This is real stuff. I want to I share from the Bible, friends. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 and 11, it says this. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This is what we will receive. The power to overcome temptations of this world. Receive the power to stand strong in the midst of a battle that we are in every day of our lives. And lastly, friends, sitting at the feet of Jesus to experience revival in our lives. Sitting at the feet of Jesus to experience revival in our lives. I don't know how your 2023 was, but in 2024, I'm praying for a deep revival in my life, in the life of this church. Don't we long for a revival in our nation, in our community, and the world? The Bible says in Psalm 85:6, Will thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Isaiah, the great prophet, praise in 64 ones, oh that you would rend the heavens that you would come down that the mountains might shake at your presence friends it is it is when we sit at the feet of Jesus that we experience the revival of God there is no method to experience revival throughout the history of Christianity God's movement of the spirit came as people sat at his feet. Say, God, we need a fresh wind and a fresh movement of your spirit in our hearts, in my family, in my church. The Bible says, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Zechariah, sitting at the feet of Jesus. We will experience the revival of God in our life. Let me close. Psalm 73, 28 says, But it's good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all your works. 2024, one thing. Now, pastor, how do I do this? What does it mean to sit at the feet of Jesus? Friends, I just want to just share things, three things that the Lord gave me for myself. Number one, we need to let us stay in the Word of God daily. Whether it is through your phone, whether it is, it is through reading your Bible, whether it is hearing the Word of God every day, we need to stay in the Word of God every day. And secondly, friends, let us not miss out on worship with the church family. I encourage you to not miss out on worship on Sundays or weekdays. Take every opportunity to be in, in, with fellow believers and, and followers of Christ because it is in that moment that our faith is strengthened. And lastly, let us take every opportunity where we can grow in our faith where we can grow in our spiritual life. I encourage you to be part of a small group. I encourage you to be part of a Bible study. I encourage you to connect where, where weekly we can, be, we can grow together, where we are not giving but we are receiving. I could not be a pastor of this church if I was not sitting at the feet of Jesus every day, because I need Him. God reminded me this week. He said, Andrew... Don't be so busy in ministry that you don't spend time with me who called you into ministry. Amen? Friends, we can be a busy church, and that's good. But we should never lose focus where our strength and our power comes from. And that's why we have a prayer meeting. That's why we have this 21 days of prayer. That's why we have the monthly hour of prayer, so that we do not lose focus of where the power comes from to do the work of Christ and let it be for all of us friends that we may draw closer to God let us pray father we thank you so much we come humbly in your presence lord we count it a great privilege to be able to hear your word because your word gives life your word gives us hope. Your word gives us healing. Your word gives us the strength to get up and walk. Oh God, we want to we be focused on that one thing. And that is to sit at the feet of Jesus each day. Help us, oh God, to do that. Every day of our lives. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And all God's people said, Amen.